It's my show. Well, this is awesome. Agreed. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do, though. What, then? Our guest. No, okay, you're right. It is so awesome that we have another great guest in less than a month. Yeah, it just worked out that way. Like the last time, we're going to skip our usual segment so we can get right to our interview. Yeah, that's a good idea. Today's guest hails all the way from Florida. He owns a non-profit animal sanctuary where he's rescued more than 150 animals. I don't even think I can count that high. Well, that's because you count on your paws. True. Without saying anymore, we're going to let him tell us more about his sanctuary. Please welcome our fleshy guest, Christopher Vane of Little Bear Sanctuary. So, Christopher, tell us about your sanctuary and how you got started. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to be on your show. Um, I I started the sanctuary in 2017 um, with my hubby, Randy. Uh, we were living in the city of Fort Myers. Um, I'm actually from New York City, so talk about a big switch. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I had always wanted to be a veterinarian, so um, sort of had a light bulb moment one day. I was in a, a real estate seminar, of all things, on following your passion, and uh, it literally just just the light bulb went off. I said, I'm going to open up a sanctuary. So um, we sold our house. We moved to the farm. We bought a, a house on 10 acres. We've since expanded to 30 acres. And um, what we do is we rescue abused, abandoned, and neglected farm animals. And we give them a forever home here at the sanctuary. When that light bulb went off, did you just drop everything, stand up in the middle of that conference and say, <laughs> later? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, it's to me, it's like the equivalent. Mother once went to a cooking, uh, it was like a, where they teach you how to cook a certain kind of food. And, um, you know, I, I just imagine her like standing up in the middle of it. I think it was a, they were teaching her Thai food and just standing up and going, you know what? This makes me really crave Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> It's like such a random thing. From, uh, that's totally how it was. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, amazing though. I'm not, you know, it's it's kind of a once in a lifetime thing for you fleshies, right? For you to have such an epiphany. Because most of the time you for guys sure. are just wandering around with your like your head up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that day I pulled my head out of my ass and um, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot to learn though. Like if you've never done that before you don't have experience um like what did you do you went and you like moved to florida and you like bought some land and like <laughs> i don't know like uh, how did you well, how many animals we were already living start? in florida which was which was like i guess that was the easy part right um, oh, okay and, Got it. um <laughs> i i was i was in real estate for 10 years in miami and then moved up here to southwest florida which is uh, my mom used to call it the elephant graveyard <laughs> oh why is that <laughs> You know, That's when elephants go to die, you know, it's, <laughs> oh, it's a different kind of elephant. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> the fleshy kind of elephant. <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> what was like the first animal that you got? Uh, it was a pig. His name is Willie. And, uh, you know, I always love pigs and it's, it's so funny. It's, it's one thing to read about them and learn about them. But when, when you actually get to meet one in person and, and live with it, it it's a completely different experience. 
They're, uh, you know, I once had a, a chess match with a pig, and the pig did pretty well, I have to say. <laughs> I was pretty impressed. You know, a lot of yeah. people are like, oh, pigs are as smart as dogs. I mean, <laughs> mostly, but when it comes to meat, <laughs> I mean, there's no match. Well, you know, they are the fourth smartest animal on the planet, so some people say they're smarter than dogs. Uh-oh. Whoa. So, wait, does that, does that, uh, this might be a very personal question. You don't have to answer, but does that make you a vegan or a vegetarian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I happen to be vegan. Oh, wow. Mother was vegan. Father was vegan for a while. But mother's also Korean. And so, you know, her, 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 uh, her mother made some (laughs) <laughs> some Calvi and she couldn't resist. But they were <laughs> vegan for a year and they okay. said, you know what? We're glad that we can do it because when we're old and all of our organs are failing, we might need to become <laughs> vegan again. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Wait, this is another personal question. Is your husband sure. also a vegan? He is. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. It does. Um, it's funny. When we met, he wasn't vegan and he went vegan overnight. So. Hey, oh, you know, wow. That's true love. That's love. That's true love. Yeah, it really is. I mean, really, that is yeah, true it, love. Yeah, totally. Speaking on that true love theme, do all your animals get along? Do they ever mingle together, have a potluck? Yeah, they sure do. Um, <laughs> we are a true sanctuary, which means uh, none of our animals are kept in cages or pens, so they get to roam free on our 30 acres. We do have a couple separating fences, like from the cows and the pigs, but yeah, they all get along. The little piglets are the troublemakers. They can sneak under the fences and they go and meander and mingle with uh, with different species. How did you like acquire all these different animals over the years? Well, it's easier than you think. Um, <laughs> we're pretty well known at this point. Uh, a lot of our education from the sanctuary is, is pigs as pets. People believe there is a mini pig and a mini pig is anything, any pig under 350 pounds. Um, there is no mini pig. So um, we in, originally, we took in pet pigs from people's homes. But now we're strictly for, you know, the really difficult cases of abuse. And uh, uh, and unfortunately, I mean, we get five phone calls a day easy to take a pet pig. Uh, oh, the statistics geez. are pretty alarming. It's 95% of people who get a pet pig will rehome it. 95%. Oh, my God. That's terrible. You yeah. know, mother once dated a guy in college and he had a potbelly pig named ah. Trotsky. <laughs> this is a very strange name for a pig. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was super cute and little. And she was always like, wow, I really want a pig. And then yeah. somebody was like, you know, these potbelly pigs, they don't always stay small. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> it's funny that the cutoff range for a fat pig and a mini pig is like way less than what we consider fat fleshy. <laughs> yeah, you're right on that, right? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> we do have some pigs who are a thousand pounds, so we got the big boys too. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that that is a lot, and this is also another terrible question. You don't have to answer it, but, but do other animals look at your pigs and go mm, bacon? Like, do they start looking at each other? Well, like, it's you a know? good thing they're all herbivores, so you oh, know that's good. a good thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Do, I know you know. Here's the thing. Okay, so pigs eat slop, right? They do. Or what's in it? It's a grain. We haven't made. Um, we feed over twelve thousand pounds of feed a month. It's it's insane, and uh, it's a specialty made food for pigs. We have a separate for cows, sheep, goats. They all have their own grain. And then they get fresh veggies. We have, um, we've rescued up to 200 farm animals right now, 130 of of which are pigs. And then we run the gamut. You know, we've got sheep, goats, cows, donkeys, chickens. We've got a mini horse who has a Napoleon syndrome and and a mini mule who, who is the devil. (laughs) 
I mean, how long does it take for you to feed all of these animals every day? Or yeah, is, it must a, take a long time. For, it's, a, it's, like, a, it's a full day process. Thank goodness we have Kelly. She's she's our employee. She uh, She's our animal caregiver. She's also a vet tech. I'm also a vet tech. I became a vet tech um, two years before I opened the sanctuary. So that's how I prepared for it. And wow. um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it was a fun experience. Kissed a lot of dogs and cats mostly, but I learned a lot about farm animals. <laughs> I was gonna say because you know if you're if you're not if you don't have a vet background, it must be very it's, expensive it's really if one of them yeah. gets sick. Yeah, so exactly. what's the hardest part of running the sanctuary? I mean, just in case you yeah. know our listeners get inspired and they uh, want to start uh, their own. <laughs> well, uh, don't do it. That's my my first <laughs> advice. Don't do it. You really don't want to do it. Um, fundraising is, you know, it's a business. You got to fundraise, you got to feed the animals. It's very expensive just in general. You need the property. You need, you know, every animal has its own individual care. You need a veterinarian who can handle it. There's a lot involved. And unfortunately, it always comes down to money, right? You got to fundraise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily for me, I'm very wealthy. I own three properties. Oh, Um, nice. uh, Yeah. Some people call me an elitist, but you know, (laughs) how many dogs do you know have three properties? I mean, I'm not even in real estate. I never hey, that's yeah. You're doing he well. Doesn't have three properties. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, technically, my mother's mother. That's a oh, house, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. My mother's sister has a house. I'm there. You know. <laughs> Do you ever allow fleshies to buy your animals or take them home? Uh, no, we don't. We keep them here. <laughs> we don't. We don't adopt them out. <laughs> um, that that opens up a whole other can of worms. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. You never know what they're going to do with them, especially all those pigs. You can't trust them. You can't right. trust fleshies. Yeah, They're untrustable. Yeah. We've yeah, figured they out. Really we really are. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Those and then, uh, <laughs> uh, so who are your favorite animals and what are their names? <laughs> Do you have any favorite? I mean, you know, like any parent, <laughs> we have your favorites. They, they're like, oh, we're not supposed to say that, you know, that we love them all the same. No, it's not true. We know. Yeah, it's true. It's not true. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> um, Oh, my favorites. Gosh. Um, I love my dogs in the house. Oh, <laughs> we, what kind of dogs do you have? We have four rescue dogs and they're a lot they're um two pit bulls, Hubert and Cashmere. And then we have two little farm dogs, Koa and Petey. Oh um, now when you say farm dogs, does that mean they're like herding dogs? Yeah, they, they're like a mixed, but they they they're really good with the animals. They run around. Oh, and that's nice. And, uh, yeah. But favorite animals, you know, I gotta love Willie. He's the pig that taught me everything. Um, How old is he? Willie is now, oh, he's gotta be six or seven now. He came when he was pretty young. Um, you know, you know, they plot, they scheme, so Willie kinda <laughs> gave me the background of what to expect and yeah, it was quite a learning experience. How there. long how long is a uh, average pig's life? Uh, they can live 15 to 18 years. So it's a, it's oh, yeah, a big commitment a if you get a pet piggy. Yeah. Have you been able to determine how many fleshy heads will fit into Willie's single head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw a picture, I think, of Willie. It was a big head. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the picture you guys saw was of uh, Omar. He's one of our oh, big okay. uh, 900 pounders, <laughs> which can't, oh, you can't. Know, yeah. Um, it's funny when he stands up, it's a whole, he looks, he's about the size of a Volkswagen. So he's a pretty, well, Willie's about, you know, Willie's about 180 pounds. He's, he's a little guy. So, um, this is another, you know, question you don't have to answer, but in general, (laughs) how much money does it cost to feed all these animals per month? Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) right now it's just for feed and hay is five grand a month. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of, um, cryptocurrency. 
cryptocurrency. It could be that's a lot of crypto. You know, we take <laughs> cryptocurrency. We're one of the first sanctuaries. Oh yeah, we saw that on crypto. your website. Yeah, so crazy. hey, listeners, if you'd like to contribute, please <laughs> send go us to his a Bitcoin. Website. We'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is the funniest thing that you've ever witnessed on your farm? Yeah, you know, the conga lines sometimes are really funny, if you know what I mean. Piggy conga lines. They follow each other? Yeah, you know, they get up on each other's backs and conga around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do fleshies ever become like vegetarians after visiting your sanctuary? Have you ever heard um, that? Actually, a few have. Yeah, once it's something about meeting a pig in person and looking into their eye, eyes. Um, you know, they're so smart. Each one has their own personality. I've had vegans come here who've never met a pig, and it, and it's really life changing for a lot of people. Believe it or not. No, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. And um, is okay. Are you ready for the the bad question? <laughs> okay, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Just curious. Has the mafia ever come knocking? You know, trying to use one of the pigs to get rid of bodies. I'm just curious. <laughs> Because <laughs> we saw that in a movie once. Well, you know, we it depends like, if the bodies are vegan or not, and then we talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only the best for your piggies. Exactly. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about your sanctuary, like how they can visit if they're ever in town? Um, well, you can come visit us um, if, if you're ever in Southwest Florida. Um, we're by appointment only. Um, we're in a secret location on State Road 31, so you got to contact us first and we tell you how to get here and and we love to show people around. We also have an Airbnb on the property so you can actually come oh, wow. stay with us and cuddle cuddle piggies and kiss goats and hug cows. And uh, yeah, we're a littlebearsanctuary.org has all the information on who we are, how to donate, how to come stay with us and uh, all good stuff like that. And we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're everywhere as Little Bear Sanctuary. Little Bear Sanctuary. Yeah, That's and just awesome. and really quick, you know, we I I um, the reason we named it Little Bear um, was in memory of my mom, Ursula, which is Little Bear in Latin. So we, we did name it in her memory. Um, she loved Aww. animals and uh, we thought it would be a great way to honor her. Well, it's so awesome what you're doing because, you, you know, <laughs> majority of fleshies out there really don't care. Maybe they care about dogs. Maybe they care uh, about cats. Yeah, yeah. One more question. Again, you don't have to answer. This is the last question before we wrap up. I love answering your questions. We hear that it's a really tight-knit community for animal sanctuaries in Florida. Would you happen to know Joe Exotic or Carol Baskin? If you do, do you try to avoid them? Uh, no and yes. <laughs> oh, you don't know them. Uh, you do try to avoid them. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Good for you. Yeah, Good for you. you. Know. I actually never seen uh, the the series, but uh, Me but it sounds like they're a little bit kooky. Yeah, I, I think so. Did you, should she really kill her husband? Hmm, maybe. I think that's another documentary. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> And now, in honor of the French bulldog, Jacques Pivot, here are the questions we would like to end with. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate. Day or night? Night. Chess or Scrabble? Scrabble. <laughs> Fetch or cuddles? Cuddles all the, all the way. Vampires or werewolves? Vampires. Boxers or terriers? Boxers. <laughs> oh, that really hurts me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, Prince or Michael Jackson? Ooh. Michael Jackson. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. <laughs> mountains or the beach? Uh, mountains. Scrambled or sunny side up? Neither. Oops, we forgot you were vegan. <laughs> Chris scrambled tofu. Oh, there you go. What about pancakes or waffles? Waffles. <laughs> Italian food or Mexican food? Oh, that's a hard one. 
Uh, Italian. Horror or comedy? Oh, horror, big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the power of flight or a tail? Hmm, flight. <laughs> huh, all the fleshes want to be birds. All right, invincibility or a tail? Invincibility. <laughs> Everlasting life or a tail? Ah, a tail. Everybody chooses tail on that one, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> winning an Oscar or a tail? I'd like to win an Oscar. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Climbing Mount Everest or a tail? A tail, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a great job answering all of our questions. Thanks again, Mr. Vane, for coming on to our show. We learned a lot, and we're very thankful that there are fleshies out there like you who can't play animals. Uh, it was a pleasure, guys. This was a lot of fun. Yay! And we'll Yay. definitely send all of our listeners to your website at littlebearsanctuary.org where they can become a Patreon or donate or just send you buckets and buckets of money. Yay! Please do. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Smell you later! Bye. Smell you later. <laughs> well, that was a great interview. To wrap up, we just have enough time to do a page from our book. Oh, and a quick shout out to our Fuck Kibble Patreons. Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, Stephen Tambo London, and Jasmine Paris. And now, 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 133, politics. Oh, this is a quickie. These past five years or so have been especially hard on fleshy families. Yeah, some family members have completely stopped talking to each other over politics. But with doggos, you'll never have to worry about who we'll vote for or who we won't vote for. Because we can't vote. Even if we could vote, we wouldn't want to. Yeah, because your fleshy politics are all screwed up. You have no interest in improving the lives of doggos. For the most part. What, you know of a politician whose platform includes standing up for dogs? Well, not specifically. Any politicians who'll say, I'll fight for your dog. Yeah, I never heard that. Exactly. So I'm not going to vote. Not in fleshy politics. Agreed. Not until they stand up for our rights. So there you have it, folks. Make sure you tune in every Monday when we drop our new episodes. Make sure to write a review if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts and consider becoming a Patreon to help us continue our show. You can learn more at patreon.com slash the Zeddy and Indy show. So until next time, smell, smell you later! later.